Welcome to the Cross Current Radio Show, your spiritual speaker's corner broadcast and podcast. Do you know that Christmas can be the most wonderful time of the year for sharing Christ? In this outreach radio series, you'll hear several real-time conversations on the street surrounding the subject of Christmas. We'll walk and talk with average, everyday Canadians and ask them questions like, Why do you take the time and money to celebrate Christmas? What do you believe to be the true meaning of Christmas? And do you really believe that God became a baby? And then, Lord willing, we'll share the good news about the Christ of Christmas. Please make sure to keep listening until the very end of the program for a special Christmas message from the studio, courtesy of your host, Corey McKenna. And now, let's hear the word on the street with TCC Radio. In the studio and on the street with the Cross Current Radio Show. All right, well, this is Corey, and welcome to the Cross Current Radio Show. We are at the Santa Claus Parade, and uh, we're going to walk the streets, see who we can chat with tonight, folks. Just want to encourage you as you're listening to this broadcast or podcast that there's lots of opportunities to chat with people uh, and connect with people based on stuff that's going on in the community. Check your newspapers, see what's going on, current events, and just make it a, a point to go out and use those as a springboard to talk to people about eternal things. People are so quick to celebrate temporal things. We just say, hey, why don't we go talking about the big picture? So we're going to see who we can speak with here. Um, who's interested in talking? Here's a group of people coming up here. Let's see if these guys want to talk, maybe. I don't know. We can ask them. Hey, you guys, you guys have a minute? Yeah, sure. We're actually on a radio show now. Can I talk to you guys? Oh, yeah, you, definitely. Are you, um, whoa. Okay, we've got a pro. Are you a radio guy? Come on back, no, man. I'm Hang on. Police Foundation's program, so I interact with people. All right. Nice to meet you. I'm Corey. I'm Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. All right. I'm Pat. Pat Dylan. Pat Dylan. Did I get that Pat right? Dylan. Pat Dylan. Yeah. Okay, Pat sorry. Dylan. Can you remember that for me? Okay. So, guys, we're out here. We're with TCC Radio. Don't know if you've heard of us before. No. We broadcast and podcast. We broadcast locally here Friday nights in this city, but we're also podcasted on the net. We're giving some coverage to the Santa Claus Parade today. First question, guys, are you okay with me playing your voices on radio? Is oh, that, are you comfortable with that? Okay, so you, you got no problem with that? Absolutely you're not going to come back, you're in Police Foundation, you're not going to come back and sue me or anything? Nope. All right, good. So we're talking about Christmas. Okay. The interesting thing about TCC Radio is that we also ask people about spiritual things, okay? Perfect. In associated with this. All right, you're like, uh-oh. You're still in? You're like, whatever, man, I'm in. All right. Yeah, we're in, man. Okay, good. So here's here's the first question. We're talking about Christmas, the most wonderful time of the year. All right. Are you guys celebrating Christmas this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, every year? No. I have. You're not? No. No, no Christmas? I don't like Christmas. Wow, man, you're not going to be visited by three ghosts again this year, are you? No, I hope not. <laughs> That's, that's, a, that's a Scrooge year. comment. Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. So, no, no Christmas? No, I don't you like Christmas. You celebrate Christmas? Most definitely. You into Christmas? Pardon? You like it? Oh, Enjoy yeah. it? Now, buy, do you buy gifts? When I have the money, yes. When you have the money? Do you buy gifts for Christmas? I'll buy gifts for people okay. if they get a gifts for me. Okay. So. Pat, Dylan? Yeah. Okay, got it. So, Pat, you say you don't celebrate. What do you mean by that? You, you buy well, gifts. So, Well, I don't personally enjoy having, like, a tree in my house okay. or All things right. like that. Like, 
Okay, so you don't just, do sort of all the. I don't go all out. But all right, like, you don't do all the bells I'll and go whistles. To my family's Christmas all right. Stuff. How about you, man? Tree. Everything. Yeah. All out. You need to you need to catch some of this guy's fire for we Christmas. Live together. <laughs> you live together. We tree or no tree? Well, if we can afford it, we're gonna we make it a fake one. Dylan looks slightly bigger than you, so I'm gonna say tree. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, tree. All right. So here's a question: Why do you take the time and money to celebrate Christmas? Why do you do that? Just uh, I guess a tradition that uh, tradition. Okay. I've, uh, it's just always been a nice nice time of the year. Okay. Pat, what do you think, man? Why do you okay? You, you don't really celebrate. We're gonna we're gonna downgrade to a, an involvement. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> why do you why do you spend money on this then? If you if you're not uh, so into it, what's the point? I, just, you, I don't know. I guess people's acceptance, maybe. People's acceptance. Yeah. You don't want to be an, a Christmas outcast. Yeah, I don't want to be some kind of pariah. the Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be the Grinch. Okay, that's fair. All right. <laughs> so what is what does Christmas mean to you guys personally, Dylan? First of all, <laughs> learn the value of a dollar. Learn the value of a dollar. All right. And second of all, you know, just in reality, being serious here, being yeah. with family. And, okay. You know, just relaxing, taking the stress off from the rest of the year. Like I'm a college student. You know, okay. I'm sure that's going to be very nice. We get a longer break from when I was in high school. Like I'm fresh out of high school. So okay. It's just uh, it'll be a time to reconnect with everybody. And, all right. So Pat, personally, what does it mean to you? Um, I'm guessing very little. I don't want to put words <laughs> in your mouth, man. Very little, actually. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, if I was to ask you guys the true meaning of Christmas. I mean, I mean that that's very, very uh, subjective. How would you interpret that, Dylan? If I was to say, what do you think is the true meaning of Christmas? But well, what's your thought on that? Just uh, the coming of winter, I guess. The winter. The solstice. coming of winter. Okay. Uh, now, I don't want to offend anybody here. I do not follow religion. People say, you know, that when Jesus was born, and okay, and that's not with me. That's not with you. Okay. No, it's just a time of year that you know. People have a good time and okay. get together with their family. Really, that's what it means to me. Okay, Dylan, what do you think, Pat? What does it mean? To you? Or uh, no, the question is, what's the true meaning of Christmas? All in today's society, it's mostly money. It's all money. Okay, consumerism. And, yeah. Ugh, yeah, the almighty dollar for yeah. sure. That's that's true. That's true. Now you 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 sort of you sort of open the door on this one. Many people would say that Christmas does have to do with God becoming a baby. Okay. Before we get to what that meant, do you think that happened? Do you think that that real in time, space, history that even really happened? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What, what, Dylan? What resonates with your intellect to say no? Not a chance. Uh, of that. Well, I believe in evolution. Okay. Big Bang Theory, for example. Okay. Is how I believe the Earth was created, and evolution is how we came to be. Okay. So, so that aside, you're talking a couple thousand years ago, not a several billion. What, what, what about the historical Jesus upset your intellect? It's because. Most people, Tacitus, Thallus, Phlegon, Josephus, would write that this guy lived. His identity was what's really in question. But Well, you know, the Jesus per se, his uh, absence of presence. His Absol- absence of presence okay. is, uh, is something that's a little disconcerting. Uh, what does I, that mean? Work like, that out for me. I'm not as smart as you at all. Um, I guess <laughs> in quotes he'd say, you know, him showing, Jesus showing up. Uh, has never happened in our lifetime. Nobody can really confirm it. Whereas okay. with science, you know, uh, look at apes. Look at, uh, okay, you know, we're, we're uh, they say in science biology that we're uh, the DNA. We share the most DNA, 99% with a banana. So okay, and uh, <laughs> they study it. So I mean, okay. I, I believe in all the scientific facts. There's proof and there's stuff there okay. to show me that that's what's true and not uh, religion at all. No. You sound like a pretty studied guy, Dylan. So you, you would understand then, if I was going to investigate something scientific versus something historical, there's two different types of, of methods used to investigate. One's sure. legal historic, which you'll study in police foundations, sure. meaning we build a court case, okay. right? So we look at something that happened in history, okay. and we determine what are the exhibits that contribute to this case. That's not the same thing as when you look back in history that happened one single time and you try to develop scientific theories about something. 
right? So a court case and uh, an evolution are totally different. Okay, different. yes. So what I'm getting at is historically, now Pat, you can respond to this too. Historically, do you think that there was a guy who identified himself as Jesus of Nazareth? Say yeah. Yeah. You say yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he claimed to be this person. And okay. Maybe um, he did something. As in the fact that stuff like that. Mm, no. It's. I think it's not. No. Not now, true. Pat Dylan's got some pretty strong views on the evolution thing. The science. Would you concur with what he's saying? Would you, have you guys talked about uh, this? Do you believe? Well, oh, yeah. I'm an evolutionist as well. Okay. Well, I believe there was a guy. There probably was a guy named Jesus who did spectacular things like. Yeah. Chris Angel. Okay. Like just an illusionist sort of, kind of thing. Sort of more magical, you yeah. might say? Like, okay. Like the whole walk on water thing? Yeah. That's plausible. It could be, could have been winter and taught them okay. how to ice fish. Okay. Since they taught them fish, which I think people would have known. Okay. So now, in terms of the evolution thing, do you guys believe in morality? Do you, think, do you believe in morality? Now, hopefully, okay. as a, a policeman, I'm, I'm begging you to say yes for oh, the safety of mo- my children. Mo- most definitely. Okay. <laughs> no, most definitely. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so that's... you think murder's wrong? Oh, most definitely. Would you oh, agree yeah. with that? Oh, yeah. Most this definitely. is my question about that, is how can time and chance acting on matter evolve morality? Morality's immaterial. Morality's not a material object. It's not like your jacket. I can't touch well, it. You can't give me... It's the same thing as my teacher said. You can't give me a chunk of gravity. Right. And morality's even beyond gravity. Morality is a is a right-wrong sure. concept, right? right? Where do you guys think morality comes from? Well, the way you're uh, brought up and the way your uh, brain uh, makeup is, you know, all this in okay. psychology, it's uh, like the ego, superego, and the id. It's just what you believe in. Uh, just, you know, like how you were raised plays a big role in it. Uh, you know, like the classical conditioning method, uh, you know, you're given some, a reward or a uh, consequence for something that you do is good or bad. If you're not disciplined for something you do bad, you're more likely to go, well, I mean, there's really no consequences. But if you're raised and uh, conditioned with something uh, like, uh, let's say, for example, a treat, your kid does something good and uh, gets good grades and you okay. give them a treat, they're going to try to continue to get good grades to get that treat. And that's... Pat, do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. So I... how would you guys account for, if, if we look at different tribes, people groups all around the world, different, never talked to each other, never, never had any contact with the same societies, and they all have a very similar, even judicial system, safeguarding against very similar immoral acts, like murder, like even adultery, even like rape, lying, all these things that people would all agree, those are wrong. How do you account for that? Like, how do you account for the fact that all these people would agree with that? Oh, I guess it's... That's like, all societal? Again, well, yes, it comes Human with... Human instinct as well. Human instinct, that, exactly. okay, okay. But it also comes in with, you know, um, like now I'm communicating with you. Yeah. If you were to tell me that murder is right and rape is right, I would probably report you to the police. And, I mean, you know, you're not going to come out and say that because you don't want that to happen. It goes back with the whole conditioning thing and the way you were, you were brought up and just, like you said, society. I mean, is that what you're trying to get at? Or no, I, I'm just... Here's, here's what I'm trying to get at. Is I think that, that a law... We, we make laws in Canada in civil culture because we believe that there are things that are right and wrong. Judicially speaking, we believe in justice. We appreciate justice. I appreciate justice. And I think that, to me, speaks of us being very unique, if you will, in the animal kingdom because people are unique because I believe people are created with an awareness of that because of God's image. Here's what I mean by that. Okay. I do believe in God. Okay. And I think that if you look at uh, the fact that we all have the same moral compass, the conscience, con means with, science means knowledge. Yeah. I even look at something like the Ten Commandments. Okay. Whether you're religious or not, most people agree that those things are darn good morality. Would you agree with that? Don't um, kill somebody. Don't murder. Well, yeah. Don't lie. Exactly. But right. the thou shall not kill thing... Yeah. Uh, if you look at history, more yeah. people have been killed in the name of said God yeah. than any other Sacrifice. reason. Right. Now, Sacrifices, does that, sure. 9/11. Now, does that mean that 
if there's a God, that that's how God shows it, or is that people making bad choices? Well, if you like, I could say that I come from a family of of good people, but I go off the rails and make my own poor choices. So that doesn't mean that God's responsible for people. I agree, dude. But everyone that goes to a Knights game is not a hockey player. Everyone that goes to church is not someone who really believes in what they think they should believe in. Are you with me? Yeah, Yeah. see, now, and we just touched upon this in sociology class the other day. You're using that word belief. Yes. Is that, you know, what what really the question is, what is a belief? I mean, is it uh, is it a fact or is it something that like I can't change your beliefs? It's right. what you believe in. That's a fact to you. Yep. But in all sense, not everybody believes that. They don't. Not everybody believes what I believe in. What you believe <coughs> right. in. Right. You know, you, you touch on a subject like religion, and people tend to stray away. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I think so. I, uh, not always, but let me let me just throw something at you guys. And here here's my whole. I'm gonna throw a whole bunch of presuppositions at you because we all have a presupposition. Yours might be naturalistic. Mine's supernaturalistic or theistic. I'm a theist. I believe in God. What I believe is God has given us a conscience, meaning we know right from wrong because law assumes a lawgiver. I think we all know it's wrong to murder and, 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 and we all know it's wrong to, to lie even on some level. Yeah, there's discretion, well, but we've all lied. Be my job in the future, right? <laughs> yeah, we've all lied, but we've all stolen. We've all, we've all uh, committed, if you will, sins or violations of even the Ten Commandments that God's given us. So we violate our, our own conscience, right? Okay. If there's a God, guys, and he judged you guys at some point in time, because one day we'll, we'll all know, right? I could say to you, I don't believe in gravity, but I don't start floating away. Either gravity is or it isn't. Our, our lack of belief in him does not make him disappear. Did you agree with that? You don't believe, things, aren't, things aren't that way because you believe them. Things are that way because they're true. Would you agree with that? I could say yeah. things that aren't true yeah, that's, and believe that's them, but that point. doesn't make them true. That's a very good point. That's exactly And you could show the same thing on me. I, I'm with you. Like We all have presuppositions. Yeah. But if God judged you guys by that standard of the commandments, knowing you know it's wrong to murder, but he says hatred, he says X-rated thoughts, he says lying and all those things are, are wrong, they're sins against him. Okay, now if that's true, and God judged us that way. So I die, I've had friends die young, you probably have too, and whether or not I believe in God doesn't matter, I stand before God who is holy and just and actually good, so good he'll punish sin wherever it's found. But if if you die and God judged you, and he judged you based on every thought, word, and action of your whole life, that if he's just, that he could sentence you to cosmic prison. In other words, you could go somewhere really bad. Say, I mean, traditionally it's been called hell. Would that give you guys like a any sort of dis- unrest or, or cause for concern? No, because, you know, as the book says, if you accept him into your heart, he'll... Uh... Re, uh, replenish you for all your sins. And, yeah, it doesn't uh, say that anywhere. That's an interesting thought. That's uh, that's very cultural Christianity. Okay, no, now. See, I am, uh, yeah. Okay, I take that back. Do you know the true meaning of Christmas? We're celebrating Jesus' birth. Jesus is the reason for the season. People say, you know, that Jesus was born, and that's not with me. That's not with you. How would you summarize the Christmas story? What do you mean the Christmas story? Oh, I'd like to know what the true meaning is. Tune in to the Outreach Radio Show that's really got people talking and hear good news of great joy this Christmas on the Cross Current Radio Show. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the Cross Current. From our family and ministry to yours, we want to thank all those who partner with us for another amazing year of ministry. Through your support, Thousands of unbelievers heard the life-changing message of Jesus this year, and thousands more Christians were equipped to share Him with others. Now that 2019 is coming to a close, we humbly ask that you remember our gospel ministry with your year-end giving. To support us with your year-end gift, simply go to 
thecrosscurrent.com slash gift, G-I-F-T, today. When you give any amount, you'll receive the free audiobook, The Only Way to Calm the Craziness of Christmas by Corey McKenna. Canada needs Christ, and on behalf of our entire team here at The Cross Current, Merry Christmas, and we thank God for you and your partnership in His Gospel. Uh, uh, well, they tried. You were? They- yeah. I believed in God until I reached the age where I could make my own thoughts. And Okay. Like, I believe that that deity is up there, but I don't believe it's him being the supreme okay. ruler because the creator. Wow, okay, that's different than I thought. I'm sorry, I apologize. That's oh, different no than I heard. No okay. Have you guys talked about this before? Yes. <laughs> okay, you guys live together. You might. Okay, back to the ranch here. So, if we have a soul, guys, and your soul lives forever, somewhere, heaven, hell, whatever, I don't believe in a purgatory. I believe it, it stays on earth. Okay, you believe it stays in what, reincarnation? Um, no, more in a sense that you become a spirit because... Uh, oh, but you believe in spiritual things? Yes, I do, very much. Wow. Let's just, yeah, go, sorry. I was just going to run a question by you. I mean, yeah. Now, let's say, you know, stuff like that and the written stuff and the Bible. Now, I was we were told in class that has been revised just like the criminal code itself. Now, that's another thing that, you know, clicks into my brain is... How, Revisions? Yeah. If it's changed so many times, what, what do we really know is going on? You know, now, I mean? give me one example of a change. Well, I don't know. It's just, uh, we didn't really touch on how, what the changes were. It's just more okay. the fact that it, it keeps getting revised and, and changed and... Uh, you know, like different sections, like the Criminal Code, for example. You know, and uh, okay. I, I have never read the Bible personally, so okay. I have really no idea what's in it. The only okay. thing I really know is of Easter and Christmas. So, it could be safe to say that, and this is a legal term, what you've been told about the Bible could be hearsay if you've never read it yourself. Actually, yes. Okay, because I'd admit that about evolution. No, very much. Okay. Yeah. But back to the ring. Good question. We'll get back to that in a second. But if God judges us, and if his, the place he has ascribed is called hell, and there is a real hell, in other words, as real as the, the rock we're standing on, guys, because eternity's forever. Napoleon lived 42-ish years. He's been dead ever since. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. Would it concern you guys that if there's a real place like that, that you could go there? But that even I, I don't, I, you, you guys can be, can be honest, but I'll go my way, you'll go yours. Well, if there concerned? is a real place like, like that, I'm pretty sure that I am going there. Wow, okay. Me too. I've, okay. Yeah. I mean, unless I can change with my uh, police duties, but qu- question is, would I deserve to go there if I was sent there? Yes. Then, I no, would. I would have to be punished for what I've done. Okay. And that's just like the the criminal system. You get thrown in jail because you're punished for what you're doing, and you serve your time. Now, I mean, once you're gone, that would be eternity, right? But <laughs> yeah. I... Uh, oh, man. But guys, know. this is this is what's so good about this. Do you guys know what God did by way of rescue to allow you to leave his court free and clear of all charges, but he still stays just. In other words, he hasn't compromised the court system in his own holiness. Do you know what he did? What's that? This is what he did. The problem I always had was that I thought God was good. The problem is, is that God is good. Why is that a problem? It's a problem because we just established we're not according to his standard. I won't be judged by a human standard. I'll be judged by God's perfect standard. This is what he did. He basically steps out of, this is, this is what, what, where Jesus comes in. He steps out of heaven. He becomes a man. Like a hand fills a glove. He be, he's born under the law he created. He lives a perfect life. He gives his perfect life as a perfect offering or sacrifice for you, for me, for the sins of the people who would believe in him. And it's like, it's as though you guys are standing in, this, in his court, guilty, of a, guilty as charged. We've established that. And all of a sudden, this guy comes walking in and he says, Judge, stop. Before you sentence these men, because you should, and they should be sorry because they've broken your law, I want to pay their fine with my life. I want you to treat me, Judge, like you should treat Pat, like you should treat Dylan. I want you to treat me like 
like that. If someone were to do that, the judge could let you go free, but he hasn't compromised his own justice because he accepts that payment on your behalf. The Bible says that Jesus came, he lived, he died, he rose from the dead, he was seen by over 500 people. He did that to give his life as a ransom for the sins of the people who had rebelled against him. And he says, it's not on your merits, it's on mine. You're not good enough and neither am I. It's only on the sure mercies of God that we're forgiven because we receive that. It's not about asking him into my heart. It's not just about saying I'm sorry. You should be sorry. It's about turning from my sin, the word repenting of my sin, putting my faith in him, and he commutes my death sentence and grants me the gift of eternal life. And the good news is, is he's given us so many handles throughout history to confirm one after another that he is really, he really exists. He sent his son. He really walked the earth. We have ancient historians that testify to this. He was seen by 500 people. Most of those guys died for this message. And today, he's still changing lives. He's changed mine. Not to be flaky and weird, but I used to be a, a grease bag. And man, since I've repented of my sin and trusted in Christ, he's changed my life. He's changed my marriage. He's changed everything because he's kind. Okay. Now, I know that's a lot to handle. What do you guys think of that? No, I doesn't can't, doesn't I doesn't can't work for you. Of, no, there's no fact. What what so. what about that? There's no fact. There's no base in reality for that. You mean? Because no, there's a faith but, component. Uh, I would agree. I, I like this famous saying. Uh, I am because I think I am. You know, which I I strongly believe in. The way I would look at it, and I hope I don't offend you at all, is uh, you have at it, the sure. way you uh, you were saying that you uh, you have a much better life than you did. Yeah. What I believe is, and you change yourself around. You did better, and uh, looks like you're doing great. Which. Way to go, man! Yeah, uh, you. Uh, in my belief, you decided that you know what this 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 is this sucks. We need to change and do something about this, and uh, you did. That's what I believe, and I don't think you know. Maybe you had help along the way with friends and family. I don't know your story, but right. And I'm not judging you in any way. No, no, no. no I'm sure, just sure. saying. Uh, you guys have been great to chat. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, one day maybe you just got up and uh, you know I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna make it right, and that's what you did, and I'm proud of you. Actually, would you agree with that? Yeah, you uh, were in a bad spot, decided to change your ways, and yeah. used your faith in the Bible to do that, the Bible yeah. and God and all that, to do that as, a, I guess, a foothold or yeah. something. And that's very fair. Get going. And it's interesting, guys. A lot of people who, who would say they're Christian live the way you've described. It makes me a better person. What I hope to leave with you is this is that if your faith system, whatever that faith system is, whether it's in an evolution, whether it's in Christianity, whether it's in Judaism, if it doesn't, first of all, if it's not rooted in truth, that's one thing. But the other thing, if it doesn't answer the biggest question of all, which is where will you spend eternity, then it's not worth the paper it's written on. That was my, my, my joy doesn't come from this life and me being a nice guy. And my joy comes from the fact that when I leave this planet, I'm going to somewhere much better. I'm going to somewhere to live with, with a God that I do love. But more than that, I can take a whole whack of people with me. And to me, that's exciting. It's not just about change, improving my life. It really isn't. It's about understanding, is what I believe true? Because people devote their lives to things that just plain aren't true. You guys have been cool to chat, yeah, man. Sure, Dylan, thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, Hope you guys sure. will think about that. I, I really appreciate your, your candidness. And man, that's why we like to chat with people. Perfect. A, to hear from people. B, to get the message out. And I hope you'll enjoy the parade. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks, okay, have a good night. That's how fast our witness with lost loved ones can slide if we're not careful and prayerful when sharing Christ at Christmas time. And that's why in this series, we're offering quick tips for keeping Christ in Christmas with family and friends. Here's quick tip number one. Keep Christ in Christmas by pen. 
Put pen to paper and share God's good news of great joy and a family update of everything he did in your life this year. It's important that this letter is handwritten as it communicates the time and care you put into involving them in your personal life. And that's quick tip number one for keeping Christ in Christmas with family and friends. Hi, this is Corey McKenna, founder of The Cross Current and host of TCC Radio. And I have a confession to make. (laughs) Christmas used to drive me absolutely crazy. I mean, the commercialism, the consumerism, and though Christ's name is still in the title Christmas, it seems that most in our culture have no clue about who the Christ of Christmas really is. And you know, times haven't changed much since Christ first came. In Luke chapter 2, we read the backdrop for the birth of Christ. A young Hebrew couple, pregnant with the Savior of the world, travels about 80 miles, 129 kilometers for us Canadians, only to find out that there was no room for them at the inn. No room? I mean, what was up with this innkeeper? Was he a bad guy? Because you know as well as I know that people can always make room for special people. Well, that's the point. Mary, Joseph, and certainly this unborn baby were no one special to him. So he was just taking care of business and was unwilling to make room for them. Because the truth is that all those who made room for the Christ of Christmas had something that the innkeeper did not have. A revelation from God. Think about this. Mary, Joseph, the wise men, the shepherds, Simeon, all received some sort of revelation from God about the arrival of the Christ. And that's why, and only why, it was all about him to them. And so this unnamed innkeeper was really just like the rest of the unbelieving world, lost in darkness, in desperate need of hearing the good news of great joy this season. And that's what we're here for. And that's also why throughout this series, at the end of each street segment, I'll be taking just a few minutes here in the studio to open God's word and share a few hints to help you, first of all, relax with the Christmas chaos, to rest in God's grace this season, and to reach out to others with the good news over the holidays. And here's helpful hint number one. Realize that the only reason that the faithful characters of the first Christmas made room for Christ is because God graciously revealed the truth about him to them, just like he did for me and hopefully just like he did for you too. Well, thanks again for listening and sharing TCC Radio with others. You can visit us online at tccradio.com. And if you're a follower of Christ looking for help equipping your church to preach the gospel, visit our ministry site at thecrosscurrent.com. I'm Corey McKenna in the studio and on the street, keeping the cross current in our culture. Merry Christmas from the Cross Current, and thanks so much to those who partner with us for another amazing year of ministry. Through your support, thousands of unbelievers heard the life-changing message of Jesus, and thousands more Christians were equipped to share Him with others. Now that 2019 is ending, we humbly ask that you remember our ministry with your year-end giving. 
To give your gift, go to thecrosscurrent.com slash gift, G-I-F-T. All gift givers will receive the free audiobook, The Only Way to Calm the Craziness of Christmas by Corey McKenna. Merry Christmas, and we thank God for you and your partnership in His Gospel.